0: for a second. Amen. Say it with me. This is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have. I can do what it says I can do. Today I'll be taught the Word of God. I boldly confess. My mind is alert. My heart is receptive. I'm about to receive the incorruptible, indestructible, ever-living seed of the Word of God. I'll never be the same, never, 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 never. Never. in Jesus' name, amen, amen, God bless you. And we want to welcome those that are joining us on Facebook Live. Some of you, we know that uh, you're not able to be with us today, members of our congregation, but we just want to bless you in the name of Jesus. We thank God for your good health, that you're doing well, that the presence of the Lord is with you. And uh, we trust that soon as things settle down, we'll see you all face to face. Amen. But we're praying for you and, and appreciate, appreciate you joining us today, as well as others from other places uh, around the world that are joining us as well. We just welcome you to be in our midst here as we share the word of God today. Praise God. Amen. All right, we're going to start with the scripture in 2 Timothy chapter 3. Now, just, just read this. This is a picture. When did the last days begin, by the way? The last days, according to the Bible, in the book of Acts, it said, in the last days I'll pour out my Spirit. So people get, like, sometimes they go, oh, it must be the last days. Yes, it is the last days, and it has been for a long time now. So think about this. If it's the last days started at the day of Pentecost, certainly right now is very, very close to the return of Jesus Christ. And so we we should live like we're going to meet him soon. Amen? Because even if he doesn't come, you know, we don't know, we don't have guarantees on tomorrow or next week. So you should live like you're ready to meet the Lord. So know this, in the last days, perilous times will come. Now, men will be lovers of themselves. This is just a description of our world today. Men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanders without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, uh, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasures, more than the lovers of God, having a form of godliness. Now think about this. This, this implies that, these, that all these categories, they're religious. This implies this could be churchgoers. This could be people, and of course any religion, of course, things like that, but having they have a form of godliness, but deny its power. Now obviously they're denying the power because they're living like there's no power. And then it says, and from such people turn away. In other words, these are the sort of sort of people you might you might uh, reach out to them or so forth. But these are not the people you want to just hang around with, right? You don't want to just hang around with these people because what happens? They tend to drag you down. They're not going to lift you up. They're not going to help you. But this is this is this is. Uh, these are characteristics of our world today, of our whole world that we have today. And, of course, sometimes you think as people get older, they have a lot more common sense. And sadly, people don't. People, you know, uh, age doesn't always equate to the fact that someone's going to be mature. They can still make many, many foolish decisions. So, so it says these are perilous times. Now, one of the things, of course, talks about disobedience to parents, but also mentions this category here. We don't think about this as something that's just like, oh, that's just awful. However, in God's realm and in God's kingdom, thankfulness is a very huge thing. It should be something also you should emphasize in your homes. It should be something that you emphasize with your children or your grandchildren. And that is if, if they, they receive food, they should say, thank you. If something is done for them, they should say, thank you appreciation is very, very important in God's eyes, all right? So in the last days now, we have, we have this whole thing. Even in America, we have where people, people the government takes care of people and so forth, and yet people are unthankful. And there's, there's no government like our government, folks, that takes care of people and helps people or feeds people or people get free food. Uh, you're not going to find that in other places. And yet people will find reasons to be unthankful. They'll complain, they'll murmur, and so forth. And this is a sign of the last days. Now, we can't, can't control anything about the world, but you can sure control yourself. Amen? You can control your actions. And so the things you do, even in your job, if something's done for you, you should say thankful. If you get a paycheck, you should say, thank you. Amen. You should say, thank you for the paycheck. Thank you for paying me. let's, Let's face it. In some countries, people are doing work right now and they're not even paid. So, so to receive a paycheck, you should you should appreciate that. All right, appreciation is huge. And I want to bring it down to just every little thing in life, because because if you don't, if it's only the big things you appreciate, you're going to miss out on a lot of living. Because the simple things in life is where the blessings are at. Just enjoying the simple things of life, being grateful. For, for who God is and how he's taking care of you. Amen. So, go to Psalm 100. So, in the small groups today, we're discussing Psalm 100. So, make a joyful shout to the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who made us. So, if we're made, we're made in his image, right? We're not ourselves. We're made in the image of God. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving, into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him. Bless his name. So we can go through these things, and then you can read something very quick, but sometimes you have to just stop and read it very slow. And it says to make a joyful shout to the Lord. Make a joyful shout. Make a joyful noise. May something that indicates that you're excited to be a Christian. That, that you're excited for Jesus' love. Amen. See, we should not be ashamed of the one who saved us. We should not be ashamed of the one who died on the cross and gave his life for us. Wow. I mean, of all things, we should be quite excited about that. We should be quite verbal about that. The world is very verbal about their sins. People, people will march and, and, and uh, riot for the, sake, for the sake of wrong reasons. We should, we should be excited for the right reasons. Amen. For who God is and how good he is. Amen. Someone would say, why do you say praise the Lord all the time? Because I'm just so happy to love Him, that He loves me. You know, I mean, that's just, that's just something that's good. I, I still am thankful every day I get up and I, I thank God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. I'm sober. I have a right mind. I have good health. Thank you, Jesus, for your goodness. So you want to appreciate all these things. You make a joyful shout to the Lord. All of us should do this. We serve the Lord with gladness. So this isn't, this isn't a hard thing to serve the Lord. It's like, no, I want to serve Jesus. I want to serve Jesus. I like... I mean, even if it wasn't pastoring. Before we pastored, we liked being in services. We liked participating. We liked being in Bible studies. We liked doing those things. You want to serve the Lord, amen? And you serve Him with gladness. Anybody in the Old Testament, if you saw like Nehemiah and so forth, when he was was down for a little bit because he was thinking about the walls breaking down, but he was a servant of the king. If you were a servant of the king, it's very important that you serve with gladness, all right? Because that was a job, public job, you know. You don't want the people around the king all mopey and so forth like that they were supposed to be up glad all the more with the lord all right we serve the lord with gladness we come before his presence with singing now i don't know how many times you do this in your house but but singing is good i know i know you can play music i know you can have tv now I can have christian songs too that's great you can have it in the background that's great but all the more that you sing turn to your neighbor and say you sing you sing, you sing. You sing, you sing with a grateful heart. You start singing something. Amen. Sing something that just, you might not even know all the verses and you're saying, I don't know, what, I don't know in the next verse, Well, just repeat what you just did and then maybe you go to another song. You know what I mean? But singing is important. It, it never, you know, never in the Bible do you see God uh, critique someone on their voice. Like, well, you're not in key. Well, you don't have a good voice, you know, uh, you don't want to do that. You want to, you want to understand it's from your heart, and you're making melody in your heart to the Lord. Amen. You're singing. You're making melody in the heart to the Lord. So, so that's how we come before His presence. We know He's God. He made us. all right. So, so let's look a second at uh, Psalm 95 in a minute. Remember, thanksgiving Thanksgiving is like a password, as we, we've said this many times before. People have passwords in their phones, their computers and so forth. But thanksgiving is like a password. You enter his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Amen? Things begin with thanksgiving. Jesus began feeding the 4,000 and the 5,000 by giving thanks. He gave thanks first for what he had. What he had was not sufficient to feed for the problem or the need to feed all the people. But he gave thanks for what he had. Most of the time we're complaining that what we have isn't enough. And the Lord just says, well, why don't you thank me for what you have? And we want to say, well, it's not enough. It's not enough. Just one closure. close your well, sir, Just give me thanks for what you have. I can do something with what you have. All right. If you give it to me, if you honor God with your life and so forth, God can do anything with what you have. Even if it's a little, he can do much. All right. Psalm 95 uh, verse 2 says, come before his, his presence with thanksgiving. Let us shout joyfully to him with psalms. So we're shouting, we can shout the word of God. Now, this is something you can do in your house or in your car if you're by yourself or something. You can shout the word of God. It's good to shout. We say, we say this, use your playground voice. What's your playground voice? Your playground voice. Yeah, hallelujah. God is good, you know. I will sing of his mercies, you know, use your playground voice in your house, in your car or things like that. See, see, religion, religion kind of taught us, you know, I was in a denomination growing up and so forth, but it taught us that quietness was reverence. And it's like, it's just the opposite. That's just the devil. It's just the devil. I mean, the Bible's full of all these things where people are making noise and they're shouting and the singing with the loud voice, all that. It's just the opposite quietness doesn't mean reverence, doesn't mean holiness. Oh, this place just so holy and so quiet. Let's fill it with praises. Amen? Fill your temple with praises. Fill your life with thanksgiving. Don't, don't, you know, I understand there's a time you can sit before the Lord and just, you're quietly listening to His voice. I understand that. But most of the time in the Bible, when it's talking about praise, thanksgiving, and so they're quite loud. They, they, they were quite loud. Heaven is loud, incidentally. So get ready for it. If you're if you wanted to go there, everybody say Amen, right? You want to go to heaven, all right? So you need to get ready that it's going to be a loud atmosphere. Going to be a loud. At- think of this: if angels rejoice over one sinner who repents. Think about this: all the myriads, millions, billions of angels, one sinner repents. Now think about this: There's sinners repenting blah, 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 every nanosecond, right, around the world. So this is constantly. Oh! It's constantly praise to our God for the Lamb who is slain for the sins of the world. Constantly praise. Constant praise in heaven. Constant exalt, exaltation of Jesus Christ. Constantly. Constantly. It's just, it's powerful, 24-7. So we come before his presence with singing. We shout joyfully the songs. Go back to Psalm 100 again in verse 4 and 5. So we enter his gates. This is how we enter with thanksgiving. This is the password. So I want to come in. People say, I don't feel the presence of the Lord. Okay, you can, and we can do this in the next few minutes. Just enter start being thankful. You know, a lot of people, it's very sad because people just, well, I don't know what I'm thankful for. I don't have a lot. Well, you're breathing right now, right? Thank God for your breath. Thank God for the, you got clothes on, hallelujah. Thank God for your clothes. See, see you got to reduce things to the simplicity of life. Otherwise, people are thinking, well, I don't have what they have. Get your eyes off the other people. Put your eyes on Jesus and and thank God for what you do have. We enter his gates with thanksgiving. That is the password. So the negative, complaining, Christian, and so forth is not, I repeat, not going to get in the presence of God. All right? doesn't mean that Jesus isn't with them, but they're not going to feel the presence of God because they're complaining, mumbling, murmuring, all the things like that. not going to get the presence of God. You enter the presence of the king with thanksgiving. That's how you enter his presence. That's how you activate the presence of God. With thanksgiving, you come into his courts, you enter farther, get in the gate. Now you're in the courtyard with praise. So this is praise now coming out of your lips, out of your lips, not just in your head. This isn't a mind game. This is something you do. It's something I do all the time. I do this every day. The simplicity of life. I don't exaggerate when I think I'm thankful just to get up. I'm thankful I can stretch. I'm thankful that that I have life. And some people in corners of my years ago didn't think I'd live this long. Hallelujah. (laughs) Just saw a doctor this week and he said, you're amazing. And I repeated, well, we know who is amazing. He's a Christian, too. We know who is amazing. See, appreciating every day. Appreciating every day. See, if you appreciate the day, you can appreciate the moments in the day. Too many times where things are happening, especially in our society now, people are glued to their phone. Oh, hi, you know. And they're glued to their phone. They're looking at their phone all the time. What's so important on the phone? And then they miss all the moments that are around them. What are those moments, people? Eyesight, eye contact, showing appreciation. See, you don't need you don't need a holiday to be thankful. You have a Savior that should cause you to be thankful every day, because of what He's done for us. Amen. So it should just be automatic. Oh, thank you, Jesus, for your love and your grace for loving me. You know. And you're singing and praising. You're thankful to him. You bless his name. You're blessing the name of Jesus. Amen. Everybody say Jesus. Amen. Jesus. All right. And then you understand the Lord is good and his mercy is everlasting. And I love that. Praise God. He is good. And his mercy extends to us. And thank God for mercy. Without it, it's a pretty tough world. Amen. So, so we're thankful to who he is for what he's done for us. I'll go to the book of Colossians for a second. Colossians 3.15 just says, The peace of God will rule in your hearts, to which you are also called in one body, and be thankful. So we, we have to allow this peace to rule in our hearts. Now, I'll just say this also. We tag on. So many things are connected to Thanksgiving. Because if you're not thankful, you're probably not going to have a lot of peace. If you're not thankful, you're, you're not, it's just, you don't have a lot of joy. And it's good to be happy, amen. It's good to be happy. It's good to be joyful. You don't need a pill to be joyful or some other, uh, other thing to add to your life to be joyful. Joy isn't based on money. Hallelujah, it's not based on money. Joy is based on a relationship. And it all goes back then to being thankful. We're, we're in this together and so forth, but you have to be thankful. That's something we should just be. So in other words, that's something that you should practice every day. You should write, write down in your notes, I'm going to be thankful every day. All day in every situation. Nobody's writing, maybe a couple of you are writing. So it's something it's a choice you make. And then you allow the peace of God to rule, it'll umpire your heart. What's God, what isn't God, but that'll rule in your heart. It's what, what he wants what he wants for us, amen? Bible says, happy are the people whose God is the Lord. Bible says there should be no complaining in the streets, streets like the body of Christ. What benefit does complaining do? None. None. It just makes you a person nobody wants to hang around with. If you, if you or your spouse are complaining, let me tell you, it's not going to be real harmonious, all right? So you have to work, bring it into your home with your spouse to be complimentary and so forth and to throw out complaining. People sometimes get, they think, well, this or this needs to be done. Who who doesn't have things to do in their life? Of course, things need improvement. Everybody has to improve, right? But complaining doesn't help anything. It doesn't benefit anybody or being moody. (laughs) Well, nobody wants to be around you. People want to avoid people like that, right? Let's look at uh, Psalm 26 a second. Psalm 26 talks about, uh, I'm going to go to your altar. I'm going to proclaim with the voice of thanksgiving. Again, we're using our voice, and we're going to tell of all your wondrous works. Now, people, in general, when they're negative and complaining, they forget to see what God has done. And all of us, their focus is on everything that's not done. Everything, they see all the problems and all that. Folks, all, as long as we're in this world, there will always be problems. There will always be needs. You're not going to get away from that. All right. There will always be those issues. Then there's no perfect families. All right. No perfect families, no perfect kids, no perfect anything except our Savior, Jesus. So we have to come with the voice of thanksgiving and tell God of the good things he's done. First of all, again, go back to just the basics. Are you saved? Did you give your life to Jesus and did he forgive you? Well, the answer should be yes and yes. And then all the more. Hey, I'm going to praise God for that. That is something that is something you should never get over or forget about. You should appreciate. So so we're going to take our voice. We're going to give thanks. We're going to talk of to him of his wonderful, wondrous works. And Lord, I love, love the habitation of your house and the place where your glory dwells. I love I love being with you, Lord. I love being in your presence. Psalm 69. Psalm 69 says, you can magnify, I will praise the na- name of God with a song, will magnify him with thanksgiving. Now, we've talked again about those, of course, we have numbers of here, the university or high school and so forth. They do. They go into a science lab and you look at a microscope. Well, some of these microscopes, you can you can look at things, You obviously you can't even see it with your eye, your natural eye, but if you take it under a microscope, it can look gigantic. You can post it on the wall, like, look at that, and... All the things about a cell, all right, an atom, things, things of that nature. You magnify it. Magnification doesn 't change the object. Magnification changes your and my perception of the object. all right. So we then can see an object as much bigger, much bigger, than we think it is in the natural. The same, the same when we magnify the Lord with thanksgiving. So, so what's happening here, we're, we're magnifying who he is. We're taking all the time. Jeannie and I will take scripture verses and so forth. And we'll take scriptures and we'll read them and we'll magnify the Lord. Thank you, Lord. David says, I boast in the Lord. I'm going to boast in his promises. I'm going to boast in who he is. Amen. Amen? So, so we're, magnifying, we're magnifying the Lord. Now, if I start singing scripture and if I start just singing praise songs to the Lord, what happens is all of a sudden I see how big God is. All right. That in turn dwarfs my problem or my need. It helps me to see, keeps helps me give the perspective of how God sees things. Nothing is too difficult for the Lord. Amen. But even little things can seem overwhelming to people. Just overwhelm people are depressed and depression is spreading rampant in our society because of COVID and all those things like that. Crisis hotlines and so forth are, are hot with calls. But if we turn around and magnify who Jesus is, magnify the promise and not the problem, all of a sudden, now we say, thank you, Lord, you're bigger than anything that I face. We had to do that. We had to do that when our daughter was sick. We had to do that when we faced uh, uh, financial need extreme financial needs and so forth. We had to thank God for everything that we had. Everything. Even if it it's just a, a box of macaroni, even if it was, Everything, having a bowl of cereal in the morning, thanking God for what you have. Amen. Don't put your eyes on other people. That's a trap of the devil. Don't put your eyes on someone else and say, oh, their life looks, so, they just got it all together. Their life is just wonderful. <laughs> it's the old adage, you know, that someone looks across the fence and the grass is greener on the other side. But I always say you might get over there and find it's artificial turf. It's not real. It's fake their lives they have problems just as many as you maybe more so so you can look at you can look at a big beautiful house and think, oh wow well, wouldn't it be something to live in that house maybe maybe not the house isn't the thing that makes you happy if you're waiting for something else to make you happy you're never going to be happy because all those things are temporary if, if you say i'll be happy when yeah, you're never going to have it because there's always another pipe dream out there there's always something else to reach for somehow to to fulfill your life. Happiness has to, you know, comes down just that relationship with Jesus. As simple as that. Nothing wrong with having things. Nothing wrong with any of the other stuff. But, but you have to have Jesus first. That makes the relationship whole. Psalm 116. Sometimes it's a Sacrifice. So, Psalm 116, I'll offer the sacrifice. Sometimes, do I feel like this all the time? No, it doesn't come down to a feeling, though. I'm just going to obey the Word of God. So, if the Word of God says to sing or shout for joy or whatever, I'm just going to do it. And I find when I do it, something happens. So, a sacrifice means that you don't feel it, you know. You bring a sacrifice of praise, it says in Hebrews. Here's a sacrifice of thanksgiving that... You're just going to do it. You're just going to call on the Lord and say, I'm I'm just going to do this. I'm just going to respond this way in my life. Psalm 147, verse 7 says, I'm going to sing with thanksgiving. I'm going to sing. I'm going to sing. I'm going to sing. Someone just say with me. I'm going to sing. I'm going to sing. Turn to your neighbor and say, Are you singing? I can't hear you. I'm going to sing. I'm going to sing. I'm going to sing with thanksgiving. I'm going to sing to the Lord. I'm going to sing from my heart. Hallelujah. This is not complicated. (laughs) Even a child can do this. Hallelujah. So when mercy's up here, mercy's up here, and I'm holding Josiah. And when you clapped, he clapped. And then you clapped, and then he clapped. It's not hard. None of the... Things in the Bible, none of it is hard, none of it is complicated, none of it is deep, there's just real deep stuff. No, it's not deep at all. It's easy. It's so easy that people miss it because of their pride. Because it's amazing to me. I can talk to someone and say, Well, let's give thanks to the Lord. Well, I don't want to. Okay. And and that's that's a choice. And I'm just talking about the body of Christ. I'm talking about many Christians. They look like they've been baptized in pickle juice. They go to work that way. They're like everybody else coming into work, you know. They're at home that way. Folks, that's not how to live life. That's not how to live life. That is no life. That's no life. That's, that's like a curse. So this is stuff that is so simple that, you know, so simple it's out in front of people like, Oh, it's too simple. Yeah, it is simple. That's how it is. So, so you just have to apply it, though. Application. Amen. You know, I, we've said before, we go to these conferences or something, and someone, so deep, and we're thinking like, you don't even know what he's talking about? You know, They're so deep. You know, it's the end times. It's so deep. And the people say, I've got to get the CD. i get the CD. No, I'm not getting the CD. I'm not getting the CD. It's, forget it. God is in the simple things. just going to tell you that. He's in the simple things. You get books that are complicated, I throw them out. And I'm serious. I'd throw him out. He's in the simple things. Folks, that's where there's victory. That's where things happen. That's where there's power in those simple things of that relationship with the Lord. It really is. Then your days can go good. People say, well, don't you have problems? More than you'd like to know. But God is bigger than the things I face. All right? I keep it in perspective. I keep looking at him the way he is. He is king of kings. Philippians says this in the New Testament, when it talks about praying and so forth. It says to don't worry about anything. Notice it says anything. Don't be anxious. Don't worry about anything. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. So so the good news translation, I think, says don't worry about anything. Pray about everything. And we pray with thanksgiving. So this this is, of course, a key for any prayer. But you have, if you're praying, you, first of all, how do you pray? Well, you come into his presence with thanksgiving, right? So any prayer meeting or any prayer time personally, you're coming into his presence with thanksgiving. Then you can make your request known unto God, and then you have to thank him for the answers. Even though I don't see the answer yet. I know you don't, but you have to thank him for it. That's what faith is. So Otherwise, otherwise going to prayers where you just pray and so forth, they come in heavy, they leave heavy, that's nothing happened. That's that's just burdens. That's nothing. You cast your care on the Lord. If I cast my care, I don't have a care, right? If I give my care. If I ask the Lord and I'm thanking Him for the answer, then I've got it. Right? Then I've got it. Now, I don't see it yet, maybe, but I've got it. I've got the answer. I'm thanking God for the answer, and I'm going to live in the answer. See, See, in Mark, when it talks about speaking to the mountain... Your mountain needs to hear your voice. So everybody has mountains. Everybody has mountains. Everybody has problems. Everybody has issues of all kinds. But you have to speak to your mountain. You don't want to talk about your mountain. You want to speak to your mountain. What are you going to speak? You're going to speak the word of God. You're going to speak that he's bigger. He's greater. My trust is in the Lord. Anything. You can take something little. It can seem insignificant. But if the devil throws it in front of your face, that's all you see. Have you ever met somebody and they're complaining and so forth, and you're thinking, they didn't even have a problem. But it is a problem to them, because that's all they see. But folks, there's, there are huge things in the world, even. People face huge things that are going on today as we follow different countries and so forth. And it's very terrible. Very terrible. So you have to pray with thanksgiving. You start with thanksgiving, you end with thanksgiving. It's like, hallelujah, I got it. If you want to pray again the next day, okay, pray again the next day. Pray, start with thanksgiving, end with thanksgiving. But that's how you should end. You should end light, not heavy. Jesus said, my yoke is easy, my burden is light. It's not a heavy thing to serve God, all right? It's a good thing to serve God. So you're making your request. What happens then, when you're ending with thanksgiving, the peace of God comes on us. Peace of God. It's like I people people like there's times when Angela was just very, very, very ill, and people say, huh, how are you doing and so forth? I said, I got peace. And I did. We had peace. It's like in the middle of the storm having peace. Didn't understand it, didn't didn't see a lot of things, but still had peace in the midst of tremendous adversity. Tremendous bad reports. Sitting in the doctor's office, you know, when we had uh, cancer treatments and so forth, and oncology, and sitting there but still having peace. Doctors saying to me, "How are you doing? Are you depressed? Are you, discouraged? Are you giving up on life?" I mean, it's like, "Am I supposed to?" No, I said, "I've peace. It's good to serve the Lord." See, that's what—that's the thing about being a Christian. Should stand out to people around you as they see you as an optimist. They see you as somebody that has hope. You're not like other people in the world, folks. The world is unraveling. All right. right. This is the time for you to shine. Amen. This is the time for us to be out there and say, hey, God is good. Hallelujah. Remember, remember in the New Testament says you can give an answer of an answer. They're going to ask you a question. You're going to give an answer of the hope that lies within you. They're going to see that you have hope. You're not like other people who are hopeless. I mean, this is, this is good stuff. This helps us in our life. This helps us to think right. The Bible, the, when I go to the Word of God, it helps me to think right, to process things right. So we speak to our mountains, right? You've got to respond to your storms. Everybody's has storms. You have to respond to your storms. What's going on in your life? Respond to it with the Word of God. Respond to it with thanksgiving. Now people say that's that's just too simple. Well, that's how it is. You you take you take sports. A lot of things you know comes down. You can take football. Say football's in season right now. Comes down to blocking, tackling, catching, throwing. There's there's a lot of basics, and I know there's a lot of razzle dazzle. Okay, but if you get the basics right, you're going to do pretty well. Fundamentals. That's right, Jeff. Fundamentals. These are fundamentals in the Bible. Fundamentals help you to win. They're not complicated, they help you to win. Jonah Jonah was in the belly of the well. There's scripture in Jonah, I think, there. So Jonah's in the belly of the well. Now picture this. He's, he's swallowed, he's swallowed by the big fish, and, and he's got seaweed wrapped around him, you know. Kind of a kind of a sad situation. And and he realizes that he did wrong and so forth. But but before he's vomited up, he says this. I'm going to sacrifice to you with the voice of thanksgiving. Say voice of thanksgiving. Well, he's in a stinky fish's body right now. All right. And he says, I'm going to, I'm in a stinky situation. I'm in a dark situation. No light bulbs there. I'm a stinky, dark, all this doesn't seem to be any hope. And I'm going to, I'm going to sacrifice with the voice of thanksgiving. I'm going to pay. I'm going to determine to do what I should have done. And you know what happened? The Lord spoke the fish. All right, get him out. We're ready to go. Now I I can use him. Now now he can accomplish what I want him to accomplish. But in the midst of a stinky, dirty, dark situation, he made a choice. Say choice. This doesn't come down to a feeling. It doesn't come down to, I just feel led of the Holy Spirit. That's great. I feel led of the Bible. (laughs) just the Bible. So if I don't feel anything, I'm going to do what the Bible says. And what happens is my situation changes. Not always in the natural, but I change. Listen, listen, your spouse is a lot more fun to live with. Right, dear? When they're happy. When they're thankful. When they're appreciative. Right? Just a lot more fun to live with. We, we train, our, train, train, train our grandchildren. You just got something. What do you say? Thank you. Showing appreciation, different things. These are, these are traits that are huge in life. Huge, all right? Amen? Amen? All right, so, so let's look at Colossians chapter 2. So you've got to keep the switch of faith turned on all the time. Amen? Amen? You pray from the time you pray till you see your answers, the time of faith. So constantly, I see answers, but I'm still praying even for other things. So I'm constantly living in time of faith, believing God. That he's working. That he's doing things even right now. Something I write at my desk thing: praise is faith at work. If you want to know if you're standing in faith, l- listen to your mouth. Listen to your mouth. You want to know if I'm in faith. People say, I'm, I'm in faith. Well, you just complain for 10 minutes. I don't think so. See, people play tricks on themselves. they they religious games somehow. God has to answer because I'm a Christian. God doesn't have to do anything for you more. He's already done it all. So He he wants to use us, and He wants to use your voice. So when you praise Him, that's faith at work. Colossians 2 says we can abound. Uh, As you receive Jesus Christ, you walk in Him. You're rooted and built up, established in the faith, as you've been taught, we're teaching here today, abounding. Abounding with thanksgiving. Abounding in it. Abounding in your faith. Abounding in Christ with thanksgiving. Write this down. Some of you, if you haven't taken a note yet, write this down. Happy is the man. Writing, happy is the man who is satisfied with what he already has. (laughs) Happy is the man who is satisfied with what he already has. Doesn't mean we don't have goals. Of course we do, but godliness with contentment is great gain. So there's a place of contentment. It it doesn't come down to what we have out of us. It's what we have in the inside of us. So this relationship causes this thanksgiving and causes me to flourish in Christ. Your soul should prosper. Amen. Your soul should prosper in the Lord. Then everything else. Hey, hallelujah. It's like icing on the cake. But first and foremost is that place of prosperity with your soul. Happy is a man who is satisfied with what he already has. Giving thanks in the Bible is there like 36 times. Just give thanks. Giving thanks to the Lord. And 1 Thessalonians 5 says this. 1 Thessalonians 5. It says, in everything give thanks. If you want to know the will of God, this is it. This is it. In everything give thanks. This is, this is, this is like your starting point and ending point. All right. Is your, your starting giving thanks, ending giving thanks. But this is, this is, this is the will of God. All right. The will of God. Now there's a lot of things in life. We're walking by faith. We don't know. We're waiting for doors to open up. But in the meantime, we're giving thanks. We're giving praise. We're worshiping the Lord. We're living on the top and not the bottom. Amen. We're living in the place where boy, God is good. I like living, there's an old, old song, don't even know where I heard it, but it says, I'm living where the rivers are flowing, I'm living where the grapes are growing, I'm living, yes, I'm living in Canaan's land, it's really grand, in my heart there is joy divine, just to know that the Lord is mine, I'm living, yes, I'm living in Canaan's land. You know, and I can be in a a situation that isn't so good, and then all of a sudden that's coming out of my heart, I'm like, Okay. Yes, this is okay. You know, in everything, give thanks. In
1: everything, give thanks.
0: Turn to your neighbor. And say, "This is for you. This is for you. This is for you." And and then this is not complicated. This is what you want to do, right? It, the, again, fundamentals. The word when when the players, the NBA players, come on the court, what are they doing? They're dribbling. They're shooting. Stretching. They're doing all those things that you teach someone who's Six, dribble, left hand, right hand, same thing. Not anything different. It's just that as they've grown older, they've mastered it. And yet they'll go out the same day and practice, 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 practice. Shoot, shoot, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of shots. I had a clicker. I had a clicker. My grandson, I said, shoot this shot. He shot it. Shoot this shot. I just kept throwing the ball to him. Shoot it, shoot it, shoot it. You know, and we were doing this for a while, and pretty soon he you know, every shot he did it clicked it at a little counter. Pretty soon he shot his hundred shots. He said, "Wow, Baba, that's a lot of shots. Yeah, this is what you should do every day, say in that, but Christianity, this is what we should do every day. Right. Amen, so what I'm teaching isn't that Amen. thanksgiving's a day, it's a lifestyle, yeah. it's an attitude, how we live. Now, this is what we take to our home. Right? It's what you take to your kids. Amen. It's what you take to other people in your job. Showing hope. Mm. And I'm just here to say, you know, we're not kids anymore. I know we look like kids, but, you know. <laughs> anyway, we're not kids anymore. And that we've learned and experienced and know that the word is true. Amen. Amen. And when it says then to follow them who through faith and patience. You look at older people. You see people doing the work. You say, I want to I do that same thing.
1: Well, um, it's just coming to me. This isn't what I came up for, but I really love your your thankful heart. Your, it's amazing to have a pastor who's so thankful, but to live, have a husband who's so thankful every day. And but it's something we can all do. Is but he says thank you to me so many times in a day. And I think, he thanks me for my ministry. He thanks me for loving the Lord. He thanks me for everything for, well, you bring me the coffee, but if I make a meal, you know, he says, thank you. So um, I just thank you for that.
0: Hey, you know, I was thinking we do this all the time, you know, so we're, we're around, uh, well, we've had a number of doctor just our annual doctor visits, talking to doctors, you know, and the other day, <laughs> the other day again, Took off something on my leg and stuff. And, thank you for what you're doing. They're like, what? <laughs> what? You're going to thank me for cutting on you? So Thank you. Uh, you know, or people that were around workers and stuff. Hey, thank you. And then all of a sudden, uh, Jeannie will say, can we pray for you? And they're like, uh, sure, yeah, yeah, go ahead, you know. And, and I mean, these are people, you know, they're construction workers. construction workers, different ones. And they'll they'll just flip off their hat and, you know, in the middle of a job and, Jeannie prays for him. I pray for him. You know, we get a word for somebody. Uh, you know, this is good stuff. It isn't. It isn't complicated. You don't want to make it comp. Don't make it King James. And thou, O oh Lord, and, and no, no, no. Let's reduce it down. Jesus, we ask you to bless them. Amen. And uh, to minister to them. You know, He does. He does. I was in. I was in a hot tub the other day. And there was a guy talking with two guys. They're workers. They're like wind tower guys, and they're working and so forth. They had their beer and so forth. And and this was... One guy is a real talker, you know. And, of course, he, he knew everything about everything. And then, sadly... Not sadly, but they heard I was pastor. Well, then it was all about all the other religions and all the stuff like that. Okay, I'm just in the hot tub. I'm just getting warm. and uh, And then I said some things, you know, about commented some stuff they said on Jesus and he's the way and the answer and so forth. Well, the one guy, the real talker, said, I'll get you another beer. And he left. I thought, oh, hallelujah. So now this other guy was there. And I could visit with the other guy's mom's got cancer. He's from Texas. His mom, has got cancer and different things. And, and he quite, was quite open and so forth. But I knew my time was short. But he had, his wrists didn't work right anymore. He, was, he had been a boxer and, and now didn't work right. And he's pulling cords and so a lot of pain and stuff. And I said, hey, now, can I just pray for that wrist? Which one's bad? Oh, this one's a bad one. Okay. okay, let me just pray. Slid over the hot tub and I put my hand around his wrist. Of course, the other guy comes back around then, you know, with his beers. And and I, so I just prayed. I just spoke healing into his wrist. Amen. Of course, this guy then right in my head, here's a beer. Boy, I, I I think there's healing too. And this, so he starts talking and stuff. So anyway, I'm ready to go. Then I say to the guy, how's your wrist? He says, well, it's better. Better my wrists as well. Yeah. Moving his wrists and stuff like that, you know. It's just an encounter. He didn't give his life to the Lord. Nothing happened like that. But it was an encounter there you go. that I was talking about Jesus, prayed in the name of Jesus, different things. It's an encounter for this young man, you know. Amen. Well, he's 30s or so, but you know how it is. Look, look in life, things. you know, opportunities are around us. Yeah. Isn't that right? I'm talking to somebody the other day, and they're on the phone, <laughs> well, I've been sick, I was out three weeks with COVID, I still don't feel that good. <laughs> I thought, you don't sound good either. Mm-hmm. And so then I said, uh, I said, we talked about something, I said, can I pray for you? And he said, sure. Amen. So I just prayed for him on the phone. And, and uh, he just said, thank you for praying for me. Had a guy call me up. I had left a voicemail. And he had been sick. And I left a, he left, I left a voicemail. I said, I'm praying for you in the name of Jesus name to, of for Jesus. you to be better. Amen. He calls me in the evening about something else. So it was way past business hours. He calls me in the evening. He says, hey, thanks for praying for me. Thanks, thanks for praying for me. Thanks for praying for my healing. Just opportunities in life. Amen. So uh, being thankful relationship with the Lord, what you have, and then give away what you have.
1: And say, give, say God bless you to people. Yeah. That's very easy. But in, in the stores, you can, you can bless them. There's yeah. such power in the blessing. There's power.
0: And, There's um, power.
1: And people, let's face it, people need a blessing. And they're grateful they when, you, when you say God bless you.
0: And the world is right now. It's just heavy. Isn't that right? The world's heavy. Every, right. every stress and all these things like that, you bring a light into their lives.
1: Amen.
0: The things you say, and so it brings a light. It's like, oh, well, thanks a lot. You know, I mean, it's, you're, you're helping them.
1: So I want to repeat a verse that uh, Pastor Dave shared at the very end. And so um, next Sunday we'll be married by God's grace 45 years. On November Amen. 29th. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> so, thank you, Lord. And um, when we got engaged, I lived in Sioux Falls and he still lived here. And um, I, so I was asking God for a verse. And this is the one that the Lord gave me. Because mm. I'm thinking like, and now I just want to say this. You know, some of you are praying for a spouse or praying for many different things, but... Um, so if you're praying for a spouse, the Lord said, well, are you equally yoked? Is he yeah. a Christian? Yes, yeah. he's a Christian. And then out of my spirit, you'll hear God in your spirit. And the word said, in everything give thanks. He just said, why don't you just thank me for it? <laughs> yeah. And so yeah. I began to thank yeah. the Lord. Forty-five, over 45 years later, I never wondered once, oh, was this God's will? In everything, come on. In everything, give thanks.
0: Healing is God's
1: will. Amen. Uh, marriage, if you have a desire, is God's will. Yeah. A good job is God's will. God always says, if you go through and look in the yeah. Word of God, He says, I will, I will, I will. I will. So so I just want to say that today. In everything, give thanks. Give thanks. And we say thank you before we see it. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen.
1: Some, we know people, we're praying for them to have a baby. We're praying for some women in India to give birth. And in Jesus' name, this is the will of God. Yeah. So We're thanking God. Yeah. Thank Him in advance. Yep. In everything, give thanks. This is the will of God.
0: This is the will of God. In
1: Christ Jesus.
0: Amen. Concerning
1: you. Amen. Amen. Amen.
0: So let's lift our hands a second. And let's just say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You know... If you've got a situation, right, in your life or anything, just 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 say, thank you, Jesus. He takes care of it. Just say, thank you, Jesus. You're giving it to him. You surrender it to him. You know, thank but you, you want to Lord. live in that place of thanksgiving. Amen. And then let the peace of God just Amen. come and rule in your heart. You know, it's like, it's you, like realizing, I got it. I got it. Thank and you, that's Lord. where we're exercising our faith. So we say, thank you, Jesus, for this day. Thank Thank you for all that you've done. Thank you for all your goodness, all your grace. We give praise to your name, Father. In the name of Jesus. Yes, yes. Oh yeah, yeah, amen. Give thanks With a grateful heart Give thanks To the Holy One. One Give thanks us
1: give thanks thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Lord. Let's all stand up in his presence. Say thank you mm. to the Lord. Thank you, thank you Jesus. Thank, thank, you.
0: thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you,
1: Lord we thank
0: you. Thank you, Lord. This is
1: the will of God. Thank you, Lord. Give thanks. This Give thanks. is your
0: will, Lord God. Thank
1: you, Lord.
0: Thank you, Jesus.
1: Thank you, Jesus.
0: Hallelujah.
1: Thank you for an awesome week, Lord oh, thank Jesus. You, Jesus. Thank you, you for the seed that, us that us is planted in our hearts, forever. Lord. We thank you for our yes. family. Yes. We thank you for our home. Yes. We thank you for our marriage. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you for our children you, and our Jesus. grandchildren. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we thank you for your greatness. We thank, thank you Lord. for your love. Thank we you, Lord. thank you, Lord. You go before us, even yes, as Lord. we gather for some gatherings with families. Thank yes, you, Lord, Lord that God. your presence will be with us. Thank you for your presence, and Lord, it shall be a week of victory thank you jesus a week of prosperity everything you, we set jesus. our hands to do is prosperous yes lord god and it's successful and lord we thank, thank you today jesus. that people yes. are recovering yes the Hallelujah. sick people that we know they're getting better and thank better thank you jesus that you've sent your healing word and we thank you for signs and wonders thank and you, miracles jesus. yes lord following the preaching of the thank word you, this jesus. day
0: yes lord
1: power of your name jesus thank, thank you, you
0: jesus. lord thank
1: you, thank you, lord. you
0: jesus Thank you, Jesus. I'll reach out and bless somebody or give them an elbow or fist bump All right, Hallelujah. Let's sing that again. Just sing, sing again. Our
1: God is an awesome God. He raised
0: from heaven above. Thank you for listening to this inspirational message. We trust that you were encouraged in your faith. For additional information or resources, please contact the church at 605-692-4616.